Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Healthy You Podcast. And my dear friend, as you can tell by this podcast update, we have new podcast name. I prayed about this, I meditated on this, and I have been seeking clarity, all of which we're going to be talking about in today's episode. I really feel like this January, the beginning quarter, of this year, we are in a unique place of a unique energy where we can start to get clarity and let go and let in our truest self. So all of that is coming up today. We're going to be talking deep, deep, deep conversations, but welcome to Enlighten, a podcast where we bring the light in because you are the light that you seek. This is your host, Stevie Moon. Thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So it is currently January 4th, 2022. And I have been spending the last couple months moving through deep lessons, not dark of night of the soul's sort of lessons. Not so much struggle that I can barely lift myself out of bed, but a weird like dusk, dusk of the soul. (laughs) Um, And that is okay. I think we have seasons like that. And what I now know because uh, on December 31st, I did a lot of meditating, a lot of journaling, and what came through for me was incredible. I really got perspective on what I had been through this year and that I had not given myself credit for all the things in my personal life, me as a new mom, me as a wife, and me as supporting our family a a lot of the time uh, through this last year my husband has been um, going through off and on health issues, (laughs) physical and uh, mental health as well. And he's been brave and courageous and it's gotten some days so debilitating that I have really been single parenting uh, some of the time. And as a new mom um, and a mom of two, that was a lot. And I really didn't see that until recently uh, for what it was. I just could only see the struggle. All I could tell was I wasn't sleeping. I didn't feel like I had any inspiration. I felt empty. I felt like everything was so heavy. And yet everything was so blissful and I was so happy. And this was the most transformational time of my life. And... I just, my bond with my son was incredible and my bond with my daughter was getting, like, reaching new depths, especially now that she is really interpersonally involved with us. So it's been a lot. 
And I think sometimes when we're moving through those dusky seasons, through those lower aspects of a wave, not a huge deep dive down into the ocean floor, but sometimes we can just do whatever it takes to get through the day and we can get stuck into programs which don't really serve us you know long term and it's up to us to say okay i decide that this is enough i decide that now i am going to change uh things up i'm gonna start to i've given myself time and space and grace and now i'm gonna start pedaling again And I feel like that's where I felt like I was. I feel like I, that's where I feel like I was. Uh, I'm putting it, th- this into words, um, and it's something that the, in- the inner world, you just have these knowings, and you start to have these understandings, and it's not always that you can articulate it super clear, <laughs> because sometimes it comes in like pictures and just understandings and flashes and stuff. Um, but all of that started to really happen for me on December 31st. And so I had kind of felt like I didn't have a plan. <laughs> and right now I'm in the process of really deconstructing and uh, le- really allowing a lot of things to come up and through my body that are really old and somatic. And um, we're going to talk about the breath work that I did yesterday. And I want to share my experience with that because I've done... Uh, a couple breath works before but this was the most powerful uh certainly that i've ever done and i just want to share the experience with you so a lot of this is smash and grab smorgasbord let's talk about healing and uh and some chit chat and some personal stuff so thank you so much for for being here for holding the space and I just know that there will be something in here today maybe it's just a line that is going to touch you and plant a seed and you'll know it you may not always like it some some days but you'll know it when you hear it and I hope you know that if you water it and you give it light you're going to remember that you are truly brilliant and magnificent and blessed and loved and important. And you will start to live that way. And the more humans that we get living that way, loving and compassionate and kind and doing what they came here to earth to do, the more we'll see the world change. The more that our children will see that that is possible and it's our generation who must be brave enough it is our generation that must be brave enough to start to question am i doing things am i living a way of life that i have been told to live without questioning Have I ever truly thought about what I wanted? And maybe that will start to bring up stuff from your past, from your childhood. And that's honestly one of the things that I, if you're kind of resonating with this a little bit, you're like, yeah, I need to start to ask the right questions to myself. And you're ready for that. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely are. Start to journal. 
I do. I did this exercise called a, a North Star exercise, um, which I, I got the name from uh, Water Priestess, and I kind of expanded on her idea, which is that you're going to find what is your North Star here, <laughs> what is your purpose, and whatever you're doing in all aspects of your life should kind of point that way. <laughs> And when I did the practice, I also added in a remembering, a list of things that I really love from childhood, because I have found that one of the ways that I really communicate with my higher self is through time, <laughs> which may sound a little bit odd, but I, I talk to myself through time. Um, so something from t 12 years ago will really be for now and it's like a puzzle. And I mean, that may not be for you. <laughs> you may be so much straightforward than me, but I like puzzles and I, and as a kid, I always did. I love mysteries. <laughs> and so um, I'm a little geeky when I'm looking for the messaging from my meditations, from my prayers, from me channeling because sometimes it comes in super clear <laughs> and other times uh, it comes in s like dream symbols as if we were in a dream and everything around you you see a dog a dog has a meaning in a dream you know colors of meaning uh, certain things I don't know if you were ever into dream interpretation when you were a kid but I so was um, and then I s did something really remarkable which I started to apply that same sort of analysis to this awake dream and that started to uh, take me into the extraordinary world as far as the hero's journey goes. You are on the hero's journey, which is why I call you hero. <laughs> if you're here, you are so... You've taken so many steps that you probably haven't even recognized and given yourself credit for. Because you may be focusing on the gap rather than the gain. What you have done so far, how far you've come. Let me just take you back, um, let's say 10 years for me. 10 years ago, I graduated high school and uh, I was 17 when I moved out um, and my boyfriend at the time moved in with me <laughs> unbeknownst to my parents. <laughs> we just had like a little 600 square foot apartment in Salt Lake. And um, I started to go through some serious mental health crises. Um, the, the stress of the years had been building up. I had started to go see therapists during high school um, for self-harm and depression and anxiety. And just uh, seriously, emotional pain is what I can say now. I can look back and I was in so much emotional pain that I was willing to um, harm my physical body in order to have that physical pain not be front of mind. Like the gate theory, like if you, the gate theory often refers to like uh, pain sensations. If you are having a pain somewhere, you can try to cause pain in another area of your body and try to get it to focus on that instead of the other, you know? Um, and I think that's what I did. And that hurts my heart because 
I can see that now. <laughs> I can see that now. Obviously, I'm doing the work to see that, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, well, that went pretty, that went a little bit deeper than I had anticipated, but that's where I was when I was 17, and, um, I felt like a failure, and I felt like I was making my family ashamed of me because I was ha I had like scholarships and for physics and um, I got to high I got to college and the kids at the U were so much more smart and clever than I was <laughs> you know like real science people um, and I started to have doubts and I started to have mental um, mental breaks and I eventually ended up in the hospital um, multiple times and had stays in the uni. Um, and now I'm 27 and I'm living the life of my dreams and I have two beautiful children and literally the home that I used to build on Sims I live in, in a city that is so magnetic and I have remembered that I'm a soul and that I've come here on a mission and I'm living that mission and I'm getting more clarity and I'm healing my inner child and I'm integrating with both her and my shadow and my ego. A lot can happen if you allow yourself to unfold. And that is what life is trying ever so elegantly over and over. Do you ever notice you have patterns um, lessons, themes in your life that just kind of repeat and oscillate sometimes between four or eight <laughs> different things that cycle on your heart, in your mind, things that you ruminate on. No, you're not alone. Yes, there are others who think like you. And it can and it will get better. Not just because you know, there's some product or some something out there that's going to heal you. And no, 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 no. You are the light that you seek. All I can offer to you is to sing your song back to you. To guide you, to walk alongside you. Because we've got to walk each other home. We've got to walk each other back to who we truly are, this source, eternal energy. Some call it God, some call it universe. Whatever the languaging, all the mess. You can hear my, <laughs> my kitchen sink, my disposal, and the water going. It's symphony. This is a symphony. We are a symphony. <laughs> and life is beautiful. And I just, I want you to hear that. Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff on the media on. On every inch of your phone. And when you're around other people, what do we talk about? the stuff that we've seen on our phone, on our devices. Sometimes we'll reminisce. Um, and sometimes we'll just parakeet, or parakeet, 
parrot back to each other what we've heard um but how often are we having the deep conversations how often are we going inwards and you gotta ask that question for yourself i realized that there was a season you know when i was late in pregnancy and uh maybe the first five months first five months of postpartum that I just I wasn't really cluing into my inner world honestly it was really survival mode and I kept perpetuating the stories of survival mode so uh, what I'm doing this January is filling myself up and getting clarity Uh, there's been stagnant energy in myself and that's perfectly like I completely understand why I gave birth to a child grew human being and I as I mentioned before, there was a lot more complex in human levels that now I see and now I have compassion and kindness and empathy and understanding for myself. <laughs> Thank God. But this January, I made a commitment to myself to take uh, Aaron Dowdy's 21-day magnetic abundance challenge. And I had heard about those in the past. And if you don't know Aaron Dowdy, he's a YouTuber, a spiritual YouTuber. And I found him a couple years ago. And he really was the first videos that got me thinking and and asking questions about uh, my soul, which kind of resonated from stuff that had happened in 2012 for me, you know. Uh, stuff that had happened uh, a couple years previously but i had kind of gone through another you know dark night of the soul um anyway i decided to take his uh challenge and i've it's day three it's day four so it's not like i'm super involved into this but already so much has shifted for me you really get, when you go to these things and you do these, you know, classes and self-development, you really do, you get out what you put in. (laughs) So I'm sure there are people in there who are just like, not, I don't know, I was watching people um, on the replay, we were doing breath work, and afterwards, I am, like, my eyes are swollen shut, (laughs) my face is red, (laughs) and like, other people are like, like, they woke up just from a, a good nap. You know, it looks different on everyone. Not everyone's going to have massive, you know, transformation because uh, we're all experiencing like unique journeys that are not like races. They're not even comparable. Um, We're just different rays of light, different frequencies. So I did the breath work last night um, and I had done a little bit of breath work before uh, maybe like two or three times. And so I kind of like knew what would happen. Um, some trauma release, essentially trauma release for me looks kind of like my body shakes and like my hips kind of go up and my neck kind of goes back and I kind of release it all the way through my, it's a lot of shaking, (laughs) shaking, crying, um, kind of like coughing, uh, just like puffing air out of you kind of uh lots of stuff like that i've thrown up before um i didn't last night but it was intense at some point the lead the breathwork leader was kind of like chanting and kind of like they're kind of like screaming kind of to try to get you to use your your voice and let out things that have been pent up essentially all this does is um 
get your body into a into a state and your brain into a state where you can get those somatic memories to come up and rise up so you can feel it. You feel it to heal it. I've said that many times and this is one of the ways that you can do that. You can do it through movement. You can do it through breath work. Breath work is very intense. It's like like 10 shots <laughs> whereas like movements is like like a half a shot you know or a light beer <laughs> you know as far as strength goes for me now um which means i'm not like doing a breath work somatic release journey every single night whereas i would move every day so um having you know compound interest effects uh do not feel pressured like, oh, Stevie said she did breath work, so I have to go do that. Or, <laughs> you know, you'll know when it's right for you. Um, but it was really intense. And I want to read you a couple of things that came up for me because they were really interesting. Okay. So this is what I started to feel in my body, which was uh, that of shackles. <laughs> I felt shackles on my wrists, you know, actual iron shackles. And I felt one on my left ankle as well. And chained together my wrists and chained to something, my left ankle. And my left side, it felt like someone was grabbing my arm. Um, and I just got the sense and the knowing of metal which was really interesting. So sometimes during this stuff, like ancestral stuff can come up, past lives can come up. So it's not necessarily super clear. <laughs> like I don't have an answer to you of if this is, you know, something intergenerational, if this is something that I um, have past life experience with. I have never had something uh, to this in, in my memory blink so far, so I could be remembering something that I just haven't ever remembered before. Um, but I did, I have been getting a sense, I did a sound bath a while ago, and a sound bath is similar, except it's not as intense, I would say. Um, but I had incredible pain in my hands and I had that same pain during the breath work as well which means that there's something in my hands are trying to tell me something and I'm like okay am I holding on to something uh, like am I carrying something am, am I being pulled and so I wrote this down like pulled away pulled under is this telling me about my boundaries it most of the pain be on my left side like what does that say is like far as like masculine and feminine energies is something getting overtaxed so this is kind of what i'll go through and i wrote a bunch of notes down and in a couple days i will kind of like I let my body rest because it was super intense i woke up my eyes were still swollen and i just have had you know, I've had really clear energy all day, but I've had lower energy, um, kind of like, uh, as if you did a long run. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting because when they started to like yell, you know, they're like, let your voice out <laughs> and the drums are beating, da -da 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 -da, you know, um, and you're breathing super intense. Um, what came out of me were these yelps and these kind of whelps and these uh, um and i just the word that came to me was anguish 
agony. And my soul had never, my voice hasn't been able to speak. You're like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You're, you, you do a podcast. <laughs> I have been holding myself back. I shackled myself, hold myself back because of a belief that I was too much. The people would leave me. So I'm uh, very clearly moving through my abandonment issues of being abandoned at the hospital when I was a baby and uh, getting adopted. And so a lot of stuff is coming up for me. If you want to look into breath work as a healing modality, um, it's drug-free. It's literally, it's not like anything too special of a breath. It's just <sighs> in through the mouth, out through the mouth. And then it's more about the guided practitioner um, and, and the shamanic drumming. Um, and all this gets you in a place. I felt really tingly. You know, you really feel your inner world and your energy. And I have a lot of... Like, if I close my eyes right now, I'll start to see colors, you know? And if I put my, my fingers up against my eyes, putting a little bit of pressure there, uh, it gets more more vivid and more patterns. Um, and it's kind of like that, but times 10. You know, you really are getting lots of visual. And that's interesting that we can do that just with... <sighs> and, um, like, the right vibration. So I think that's really cool, and it's definitely one of those things that, like, I think the only people who shouldn't be doing this is if you're if you are pregnant. So keep that in mind. Um, I have also been journaling. I've been writing down a lot of stuff. I've been like keeping a notebook near me when I am listening to conscious content. When I'm listening to Lee Harris. When I'm taking a class like this, and I'm really getting into getting clarity and connecting and bringing in my light into my body and anchoring it and integrating it um it's like the sun you don't want to get sunburned you don't want to be um overexposed too quickly because you are a being <laughs> with a human body and the human body while incredible uh i i think it it's, it's vibrating at a specific speed and you don't want to tear it apart. <laughs> it's really interesting now that I am older and I can really, I really am. I can look back and see what I was interested in high school and what I was interested in middle school and what I was interested in um, when I was younger. And I'm like doing a puzzle piece of all of that, you know? When I was younger, I was super into old radio theater podcasts. So before podcasting, there were like a bunch of nerds who would make podcasts. <laughs> like I know podcasts has really hit off in the last couple of years. But like before then, like all the old radio theaters were were on there and there were, you know, a lot less podcasts. There were still podcasts, but um, I used to listen to old radio theater when I was, what, in sixth grade? <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, I made like for a school project, I made like an old radio theater program. And so it's interesting. I'm doing that. 
Um, I'm super into uh, quantum mechanics and quantum physics, and that's really the aspect of, like, the spiritual work kind of goes there. If, if, if you know, you know. Um, and you start to be able to put that left brain ideas through with the intuition and the guidance. And then I met um, Lee Harris's work, and it really transformed me. You will meet somebody, and it would be my honor to to know if this is, um, or like, who for you are these people. Um, ask yourself, who do you resonate with? Like, who do you look at and you say, man, like, there's something in that that they are doing, that they are being, that I recognize. And um, it's not going to be like, oh, look, they've got a dope Mercedes. I want that, you know. <laughs> and we kind of live in a world that gets you to focus on that stuff um, instead of um, really getting you to ask the questions. Like, I love Brene Brown, and she just speaks to me, uh, not just on a soul level, but on a very human level. Um, like Stevie really likes her and I can go through and say, well, what about Brene do I really resonate with? And what you'll find is that you in your truest essence are those things. I love that she's informative, a guide who gets raw and vulnerable and real and that her work is transformational. And so I know that at the core of my essence, that's what's enlightenment for me. Because I recognize that. My soul recognizes that. And that's helpful. Um, like, let's say if I started making content that was like about my dope Mercedes. <laughs> I've got a Subaru Outback. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> but like if I started to make stuff that was out of alignment, that would be very clear. Well, if you are not asking yourself those questions, that so you might not really understand like you might feel lost i don't really recognize what alignment is for me and that's okay that's very exciting and that's a very important part of awakening as well so uh if you are doing that just start journaling and ask my ask yourself once a day what does my soul need me to know today that's it if you're not comfortable with the word soul what does my higher self want me to know today if you're not comfortable with that, what does God want me to know today? Whatever uh, works for you. And remember, uh, words are signposts. Words have meaning. They are a vibration. But that vibration needs to be infused with your intention. And that's where it really creates, you know, the word. The word. Um, <laughs> the last thing I'm going to uh, end on is I mentioned that I have been going back through some of the old hobbies that I really loved as a child. Um, and today I picked up some uh, watercolor pencils and some uh, watercolor paper because I used to sit and I would listen to audiobooks and I had like three audiobooks. I had the Golden Compass series <laughs> and I had the Castaways of the Flying Dutchman series and then... Um, yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> so I listened to like three books over and over and over over the span of like five years. So uh, I would listen to those and I would draw 
um, and I would do uh, like crafts and like scrapbooking and different things like that. I just love to create in that way, and it's very fulfilling to me. It's very fun, um, and I didn't do that. Like, ask yourself, how long has it been since you've done something like that? If that never worked for you as a child, don't force yourself. If reading didn't work for you as a child, like, you can always teach yourself. But I was a voracious reader. I was the number one reader in the class when we had the reading competitions. I won. I skipped third grade because of my advanced reading level. You know, when my sister died, I really went into reading. And then I stopped for like 10 years. I started to get fractalized in high school. I started to feel judgment and doubt myself that I was a good enough writer. I had an English teacher. I had some wounding there because she didn't think I should be in Eng honors English. And I was like the editor of the creative writing <laughs> the, the magazine. <laughs> and like all I knew was that I was a good writer. And that was like my identity. And it really started getting me to question myself. And so then I really started reading a lot too. Um, but that's another thing that I started to do is read again. And that has brought a particular feeling and vibration that has just been so healing. If you haven't read in a long time and you used to do it as a child, you can teach yourself to do this again. And it's not super easy for the first book, which is why I recommend you pick a book that you'll, that's like a good one that will get your attention fast. Um, the Midnight Library by Matt Haig is, was that one for me that really got me back into it. And I've been reading self-development books more frequently for like the last year, but this one has gotten me into reading fiction again, which I think is very important like for my inner child and some of the inner child healing that I'm doing, you know? Um, and then I started reading the Jack out loud at night. So one thing snowballed into another, snowballed into another, and now I'm feeling more creative in my podcasts and now, you know, it snowballs. Once you start to be who you came here to be, be who you were when you were a kid before you started shrinking. So write a list out today. And just keep going. Just say words. Like, I wrote, like, clouds, eyes. I was, like, super, like, into clouds. I was super into eyes. I was super into, you know, Annie, the, you know, 1980 movie. <laughs> I just wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote a big, long list. And you're going to start to see some connections. And you're going to start to get, like, the fuses are going to start wiring again. And maybe you'll hit a spark. And then you just got to start to feed that fire. You came here with what you needed. And you are in this moment with what you need. And this podcast is wiring in the remembering through the frequencies of my voice into your body. And maybe you turn this off and the next couple days you kind of forget about it. But it's working. And it's inside of you. Cell by cell. Knocking on each one saying, hey. 
It's time to wake up. The world needs you. The world needs you. You need you. You need you. And 2020 is our year to show up for us. If you need to stop making content for a while, Stevie, (laughs) who are you to think that you're so important that you can't stop? Oh. (laughs) Who are you to think that everyone else's needs are more important than yours? Do you really think you're not that important? Like that everyone else needs love and support and attention. But you're not going to stand up for yourself. And yes, I'm, I'm speaking from experience with stuff that I have, I, I, I have been moving through in the last six months. Um, old stuff. And some of it I'm working through with my mom. It's intergenerational stuff that she recognizes, you know. Um, But we work through this together. You're working on your stuff. I'm working on my stuff. And if I can just even give you any sort of heads up. Any sort of like, hey, this is what's around this bend. If you want to come and walk this path together amazing I'm here for you and there's so many other people who are as well and you are one of those people for somebody else but first you gotta be that for you dude first you gotta be your own hero and then just by being you just by being you who you authentically naturally are it will wake other people up to the idea and the possibility that they don't have to be who the world told them they had to be, but they could be who they came to be. And who knows, maybe they came here to cure the world of cancer, to end homelessness, to make sure that every child sleeps in a bed at night. Maybe they create the next American novel. Maybe they are going to build technology that we don't even have a name for yet because we're not even there But if we put everyone in boxes and we seal them up and sign seal deliver them to live a cookie cutter life. And we don't, in this generation, we started asking the questions. But I think that we may have gotten self-involved to the point that we forgot we were the heroes. I remember thinking, I'm in the generation that will change the world. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Well, it's time to buckle up and do the work. We are planting seeds for the trees which we will not sit under the shade of. But our children and our grandchildren... And that means that the world and the path that we are realizing is coming from the unknown. So let's step into it together. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Enlighten. It's been my honor. And until next time, be curious and stay conscious. Take me back to the jungle